What is going on, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, all of whom are loved and welcomed in this space? I am your host, Claire, of the Imperial Senate Podcast, obviously, because that's what you're watching. Um, clearly, you know that Charlie does this all the time, so uh, sorry. <laughs> but guess what? We are here for another episode of Not Another Imperial Mining Disaster to talk about episode four of Andor, and it's ladies night Woo! the feeling is right we have lauren (laughs) romo here with me i was about to say with us but we are us and i am us (laughs) this has been a long time in the making in the planning and yeah we don't need those boys no we can handle it we know we know what we're doing claire we we podcasted before yeah we've done this once or twice or eighty thousand times (laughs) right that's all right yeah, Lauren Romo of the Galactic Podcast, I like to say it how it's spelled, and of Geek Broadscast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I love to say as well. I know. So. It, I don't know why I went with G's for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened. I realized it like months later. I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of named them kind of similar. <laughs> That's probably bad on my part, but whatever. We go with it. But it's yes. your brand. It's just your brand. It's a brand, and I, I, I stick to the brand. As <laughs> if you know me well, I stick to my brand. So, That's right. Yeah. Stick very, to the bit. It's very me. Stick to the bit. Yes. <laughs> a lot of our friends know how to stick with bits. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes. Fortunately, other times. But yes, the the bit stays. The bit stays for sure. Exactly. If you you know gotta get something good, why mess with it? You know? Exactly, exactly. I'm with you, Claire. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But how are you doing today? I'm good, man. Yeah, Saturday for us here as we're recording, so it's good. The weekend Ooh. the weekend vibes are here, man. So we're living we're living Star Wars. We are sure. living we are living large in yes. Star Wars right now. Yes, we are. Yeah. Living are. the dream. Yeah. I mean uh, what could be better? <laughs> I we've right? been blessed with Andor so far. Mm-hmm. And just all the new content that we've been getting, but Andor especially, wow! First three episodes, and then this last episode that we'll talk about, wow, so much, <laughs> so much, yeah, mind blown, mind blown for sure. It, it it really has been a wild ride so far, and mm-hmm. I've mentioned this before, but this is the show that when they had the the Disney Investors Day or whatever a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and they talked about Andor and they showed peaks of Andor and costumes and all the behind the scenes stuff i was like this is the one that i want this is the one i this is i've been waiting for this specific show rogue one my number one disney star war uh cassian probably my favorite character in that entire movie because Mm -hmm. of the one single line i've been in this fight since i was six years old (laughs) and i'm and immediately i went who the fuck is this guy (laughs) and uh yeah he's pretty much been in this fight since he was six years old and we're finding out more about that this week right right and casa first of all casa i love it give me i love i love the name i i think that should be like the title of the show now just change it exactly just call it casa (laughs) yeah i mean yeah i rogue one i'm with you claire one of my favorite one of my favorite movies for sure like it Mm -hmm. was it's kind of going with how the show is as well. It felt Star Wars, but not Star Wars. It was a nice, like, just simple, not simple story, but a, a story that we all were familiar with, but now we know the details of. And then come into a show with Andor, knowing the end of it, the journey from where he, where we see and where he ends in Rogue One to how he got there from the beginning is... So far, I'm loving it, and I cannot wait to get more of this show. And I'm, oh, so good. Ke- uh, Skellen, you know, Skellen uh, Skarsgård. Dear Lord, I love that man. Oh, <laughs> I, my God. I know, we'll, I know we'll probably talk to, uh, talk a lot about his character, oh, but. We gonna. Woo, we we are him. gonna. Skellen uh, Skarsgård. Love him. We, he's, he's amazing. And mm-hmm. he, like, I've had this a couple different times where they mm-hmm. cast this really big name actor in a Star Wars in a Star Wars, and I just sit there and I go, "Is that just gonna feel like I'm watching Woody Harrelson, or is this gonna feel like a Star War?" Right. Stellan Skarsgård, while still 
immense star power. He is he is a Star War. He's awesome. This like that Luthen character. Oh. This week, I was already interested in him last week. Me too. But now I'm I'm losing my goddamn mind. <laughs> I the he has a closet that comes down, has a little vanity. Can I get that? Like in the corner of my room, first of all. Um, I don't know who does his wigs because oh, it, that is I'm a point. high quality wig. On point. I'm like point. it is hard to find a high quality wig of that caliber. <laughs> Looks amazing with the flow. Who would have known? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And is the most, he's like this super extra ancient artifact gallery owner and his beautiful robes and he looks at himself and he does like one of these i'm like oh my god that was a moment i knew <laughs> stellan was like fully into this character yes like it was just that little moment and again i know we're, we're not we're, we're jumping around a little bit but this is, oh, yeah. this, is this is what it is but it's stellan, ladies night it's what it is, is. <laughs> this is what we're doing kids but that moment that's one of my favorite moments from the episode and honestly it's one of my favorite moments in star wars because it's like we see him in that previous episode of like this very hardened like rebellion guy that wants to change the galaxy and then you just see that switch and just that performance by stellan like you could tell he was literally two different characters at one as one character like it's just mm-hmm. mind-blowing how great the acting is so far in the series but specifically with stellan like just for him to go to that hardened like he was yelling at lev and like you know saying that he you know she has to accept cassian and do all that stuff and then he changes right into this guy that's like an artificial like corset like high uppy talking about mothma like selling antiques like right it was a hundred percent whirlwind like a change of character and it's so good and he does such a good job doing that like it was just amazing it was one of my favorite scenes one of my favorite scenes yeah and like just every scene that he was in this week was wild wild um Mm -hmm. i guess we can go into kind of the overview of what happened this week Mm -hmm. um as much as i can remember if it's out of order do not comment do not make a comment do not tweet at me i don't care (laughs) neither of us care really i i know what happened maybe i forget what order it is this is the reason Mm -hmm. that charlie usually hosts this thing is because i am like i'm like so scatterbrained okay I, I I'm easily distracted. I'm with you. Me too. In, you know, whatever. Okay, y'all can <laughs> y'all can deal with it. Just uh, deal with it. It's ladies' night. We're doing what we want. It's right. The feeling will be right whether you want it to be or not. Um, even if my opinions and statements are wrong. Um, so basically, this week we start off. Um, we had just gone to space last episode, Luthen. And Cassian on the shippy ship off on to the next chapter of the journey. So, and we head to Aldani, I believe is the name of the planet, which is also the name of the episode. And uh, we meet Vel. Is that right? Vel? Yes, Vel. Yep. Wow. I actually remembered a name without looking it up. Um, <laughs> and Luthen has a conversation with Vel like, hey, you got to hope you can't hear that. Somebody's really revving their engine outside. But <laughs> Luthen uh, comes to Val and says, hey, you need this guy. This guy is the secret. You got to add him to your team. I'm not asking. I'm telling you. I'll shut you. You're, I'm gonna, I was going to shut you down, but now this guy's the answer. So go run with him. And she's less than pleased. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Cassian is sitting inside. He's not really hearing their conversation other than it sounds like angry noises. <laughs> uh, for some stupid reason, he picks the dumb name clem as his moniker which means that i have to listen to people call diego freaking luna clem for the next several episodes probably um and eventually she caves and he joins the team Mm -hmm. start off and uh we take our little trek across the planet make it Mm -hmm. we meet the new rebels um including sweet boy whose name i don't remember he is only referred to in my brain as sweet boy because he's very nice and he's like, I can see his heart is pure. Like, oh, sweet prince, you're going to get so stomped over in life. <laughs> um, he really is. Right, he really so can, like, oh, you're going to join the rebellion. You're going to yeah. be in a war. Oh, honey bear. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I worry for you, mm-hmm. sweet pea. Yes, we do. We have, we have worries. <laughs> 100% worries. Um, other than that, Luthen goes back. We alluded to his beautiful transformation mm-hmm. glow-up scene. Heads back to Coruscant and his little dealer, uh, his little art slash ancient artifacts dealership, which was, even though Tony Gilroy said, we're not doing Easter eggs in this one, holy Easter egg. <laughs> holy Easter egg. I had to pause every frame and like cry yes. over everything in that room. Me too. Me too. We met Mon Mothma. Ah, uh, queen. Yeah. We found out that uh, that Mon Mothma's husband is like problematic white privilege guy. We found that out too. Um, inviting the the you know people who are gonna let everyone starve to dinner. Oh, that was such a great scene. We'll <sighs> talk about it later, but oh, oh we going we spicy. we gonna. I have I have thoughts. I have so many <laughs> thoughts. And um, let's see. We went back to uh, we went back to Aldani. He, re- they're like, yo, we gotta, you gotta learn the plan in one night. There's gonna be this three days. This super cool meteor shower nonsense is gonna be our cover, and we can sneak out through the worshippers, in out. It's a suicide mission unless we do it right now, and it's time, Bretta. I skipped over a lot of things, but yeah, uh, super awesome episode. Super mm. awesome. Yes, yes, it Amazing. was jam packed with so much lore that i don't think mm-hmm. we even realize it until like you said you have to stop especially when you're in luthen's like uh artifact uh you know office or whatever you want to call it right shop. i don't know what to call that shop yeah. gallery 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 yeah there we go that. it was so like you're like oh my god what's that what's that what's that oh my god is that from rebels is that this is that that oh my god is that you know there's a um uh gungan like yeah like it was overwhelming and it's so funny because i think a lot of a lot of people previously when they dropped the first three episodes which i think was brilliant because i think they set up like the prologue of this of the show and they gave you the tone of it and now we're getting the the meat and potatoes as far as like little easter eggs and everything like that because i know some people you know on twitter were like oh there's no easter eggs in andor well kids that's why <laughs> clearly clearly they know what they're doing mm-hmm. and so they chose this specific scene and it was so cool to be mm. in that scene like again looking at all these artifacts that he has but then listening to him uh Luthen and my mama talk and like they go behind you know the the behind the curtain so to speak of the shop and then they're like talking like whispering and like knowing what they want to talk about can't be too loud because of her new driver and like she's you know she knows they're maybe on to her like it was such a good scene amazing so, yeah, kids easter eggs we'll, we're getting them clearly we got a tie fighter like we, heard we got it t- oh it's like oh they did the thing and i get it we like we've been we've had star wars since 1977 mm-hmm. i get it you know it's been a while mm-hmm. it has been a part of my consciousness for almost my entire life. I will never not like giggle at the TIE fighter noise. I will never not, it'll not ever, ever stop moving me to a place of like, (laughs) it's cool. (laughs) Right? It's such, it's so iconic. It's like a lightsaber. When you hear the lightsaber turn on, it's the same thing. Yes. They are so like just seeped within Star Wars, those two noises. So like when you hear Mm -hmm. that TIE fighter. And the pew pew. Yes, yes. There's a reason too. all the actors mimic it when they have a fake lightsaber or when they have a blaster. They... <laughs> Lays a right. reason. It's amazing. That's why they do it. Right. So, yeah, I I mean, this episode was so good in so many so many different ways. And again, the lore building and first of all, the ISB. Oh my god, I can I can I get a whole show of them just talking Ooh. like politics mm-hmm. like that way. And competing wow. the intrigue, yes. trying to trying to find jurisdictional control over other people's projects to gain mm-hmm. clout and go to the go to the next levels. Also, uh, Maester ISB Master um, instantly loved that character. Mm-hmm. Loved, I got him the first the opening speech where he talks about um, security being a secure or where she's like oh we're like a security force we're here to do this mm-hmm. that and the other 
if you want security, call the Navy. We are doctors and we treat, we, we, uh, we diagnose and treat the symptoms yeah, of a disease. We're providers. Right? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And it's, it's, oh, it's brilliant. The, yeah. the way that they've set them up, um, just seeing a room full of white Imperial uniforms. Oh, literally, I'm such a nerd. I just got chills thinking about it. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. They're also related so hard to, I don't know her name yet the the female imperial um isb officer her assistant who he's like they misspelled ferricks <laughs> and like just immediately i it's like oh my god that that guy in the group project is not pulling his weight like immediately <laughs> like vibes i'm the yeah. one who has to spell check all of my partner's works on this great <laughs> love this love that i'm keeping it professional here like I, amazing yeah. It was so good. Those characters. I mean, we had Lieutenant uh, Belvin, uh, who was the one that's in charge of the uh, Ferrix kind of incident. He looks mm, over okay. that system. So he's the one that's dealing with that. But then I believe it's Supervisor Grande is the woman, I think, that is wanting that box that Andor mm -hmm. had in the first uh, couple episodes. She was the one that I guess that got stolen from where she mm -hmm. is supposed to be observing like her area. So it's again very cool, like you were saying, Claire, like the politics within the ISB. Like right. don't cross over into my territory, like you deal with your own stuff. Like they have their own ways of doing things. You know, and even when like um when she when I think a supervisor Grandy tells her assistant to go talk to him because if she does He'll know, Bel uh, Belvin, Belevin, will know that it's something serious. Right. You know, and then they went to go talk to that uh, major, I think it's Par Partiga Partigas, who I love the actor because that's the guy from Loved Game it. of Thrones. Oh, Loved. So good. So, again, those three having the conversation of, like, who's to deal with who and what, who gets the authority. It's all so interesting and it's so empire and I love it. I mm -hmm. am I sneaky, sneaky, and like, oh my god! I, I'm hoping it happens. Do we get to see a um the guy from Rebels that turned? Oh my god! I'm um Callus. I'm telling you, could we stop get, it? Could we get a Callus? We are in like the perfect time frame to like get a young Callus. Hot Callus? Is he as hot in live action? I need to I know. Think can, I think they can make it happen. I they can, they can they've got the happen. whole universe of casting. They can make it happen. Exactly. I would exactly. love that. There's so many people that are in this general space that I'm wondering if we could get at least a reference to. Yeah. I know no Easter eggs, supposedly, whatever. But they obviously they're they're at least throwing names out there. Oh yeah. Um oh, yeah. there's and and they're doing it in a way that adds to the story as opposed to like don't get me wrong rogue one is is my favorite disney star war but there are some things in it that like as far as like cameos go there's a couple things that they did that i'm like this is neon sign easter egg <laughs> we're talking like subtext easter eggs mm -hmm. um and don't get me wrong like i love the neon signs as well i love like c3po and r2 going sket if we're going to sk like don't i'm here for it I'm chopper, not here. choppers, yes, yes. Oh, the ghost like, ship in the background, yeah. Right, Little like ghost, yeah. I'm here for it, mm -hmm. but I like the subtle ones that we've been getting here too. Mm -hmm. You know, we got a Knights of the Old Republic reference when it comes to the crystal that get like we've got a Star Killer, we got Star Killer Sith mm -hmm. armor in the background. Mm -hmm. We've got Force Unleashed references. <laughs> we we are well fed. Yes. We are. It is a well rounded, well fed universe that we're living in right now. But the one thing, oh, one thing I was going to ask you. Mm -hmm. So we were talking about the ISB agents. Um, literally already forgot the names, even though you just said them. But um, Mon Mothma, she's talking mm -hmm. about potentially bringing somebody in. Oh, yeah. Yep. Do we think it is the blonde female ISB agent? Ooh, I like where you're going with that. And the only reason that I say that is because mm -hmm. at the end of their meeting with Master Maester ISB, <laughs> um, he was like, 
we got you here. We put you in this position because of your specific skill set, specific specific background reason, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Implying that there's something special about her, that there's something different about her and that she kind of fast-tracked her way into the ISB and is in this position of whatever. Mm -hmm. I... Do we think she's friends with Mon Mothma? They're in a trailer together, speaking to each other. Yes. And that's the one thing that I'm like, is she the in? Is she the in for the rebellion? It's an interesting in. Other than that, who could it be? At this point, if we're assuming that the um, Revenge of the Sith um, deleted scenes are canon, Mm -hmm. Bale's already in. Right. You know, so it probably wouldn't be Bale. I don't know. I, I like it. I like it because that would be a very interesting way of showing how they were given information. Because we know we know that they wanted to start a rebellion, and we know obviously people defected. I mean, we see that in this episode. We have a defector showing Andor and that whole crew mm-hmm. of what to do and the plans of uh, that base that they're supposed to attack. So that would be interesting to learn that how this rebellion is being really formed is having people within the Empire, which makes sense, obviously, yeah. give them information and feed them information and know how to slowly start bringing it down. So I like it. I do. I like it. I could see that. That would be really, really cool. And you were right, because who else would they have? Like Bale, like you said, Bale's in. We already know mm-hmm. the major players like Saw's already in. We got a partisan's name drop. Yes, we did. By yep. Luthen. Like, right. I, they're not all the same, silly boy. Not right. all the no, same. Not. So, it's yeah, it's going to be interesting. I hope she is. That would be a really kind of cool <laughs> twist in the story to know that, like, how the rebellion was forming was because they found defectors within the, you know, the Empire. But specifically, if you're talking the ISB, that's pretty big. That's a lot of information that yep. is not accessible to very many people. Nope. That could take a lot down. Yeah. I a mean, lot. It'd be, it'd be huge because the, mm-hmm. they are the ones that are literally, again, like uh, Maester, Maester <laughs> what's his face? Master Maester. Master Maester. Like he was basically said, we are, and like we talked about just a little bit ago, like we are the healthcare providers. We are the ones that diagnose and analyze and, you know, take care of things that are about to fester you know so i it it was that idea of it being her would be really cool i like that i like that claire a lot i I could be down with it and it'd be like a nice twist it'd be a really nice twist i think so too also it makes me anxious for her because like i don't feel like that's a very uh a pretty it's pretty hot water you're about to dip your toe in <laughs> and i don't know if it's hot tub water or boil you alive water but you right. know it could then, be either <laughs> and then she got blamed too by that yeah. um i believe it was belvin belevin belevin however you pronounce his name mm-hmm. but he said he's like you should really learn how to study the ladder before you start climbing it so like she's already sounds like you were like you were talking about and alluded to earlier like she is a she's a climber but is she doing it because she needs to get the information to Mon Mothma and to the Rebellion? Or, I mean, it could be, like you're saying, that scene that we see with Mon Mothma and her, is it that she finally maybe figures out that Mon Mothma is part of something that she shouldn't be? Like, does, mm. is that the girl, is, is she the one that figures maybe something out? It, it could go That's either a way. Good po- it really could. It could go either way. Could go yeah. Either way. See, and I'm sitting here thinking like, ha, huh, I'm I feeling like I'm Leonardo DiCaprio in that meme, like, oh, this whole time. But yeah. it totally could be she's actually really good in doing her job, mm-hmm. you know, Yeah. or she's double good and she's doing her job for the other guys. Right. Um, right. It's I, I can't wait to find out what happens. I was instantly intrigued with all of the ISB, especially her. I cannot wait to find out more about what, a why she's in the position that she's in. Yes. Um. And be what odds she's up against there. It's very interesting. It's clearly there's there's a lot of a uh, lot of lot of sneaky games and and mm-hmm. stabbing each other's backs even within the ISB. You got to climb the ladder somehow, right? So. And of course, she again, it's it's very kind of uh, art meets you know life, where she is maybe because she's a woman, they don't treat her clearly as 
equal, mm-hmm. you know, because even 100%. Master Maester was like, all right, yeah, you know, he's he's right. You don't get to deal with it. But he did he did give her props when mm-hmm. props were due. But again, are they because she is a woman, are they not letting her do certain things? Right. I mean, it's the Empire, so who knows? But that could be playing a part of it, too, as well. Yeah. Sure, you know, definitely. And let's see here. Where, what else? So we've, we've covered kind of a lot of the ISB stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about Mon Mothma. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Because, first of all, Queen. Queen has showed up wearing wearing a layered outfit where each outfit, where each layer is the exact same color in different textures. Girl loves a theme. She loves a <laughs> regal High Republic-esque motif yes. with the white and gold. Good call, yeah. And the indoor beautiful cherry blossom tree looking things. Mm-hmm. Gag me with a spoon. It was gorgeous. <laughs> I... So beyond the aesthetics of what's going on, <laughs> beyond the aesthetics, um, let's talk about Mamatha and let's yeah. talk about, you know, where she is in the rebellion right now. But more mm-hmm. importantly, where she is at home. How did you? Uh, mm-hmm. What did you feel? I thought that that was one of my personal favorite scenes in the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Not only because it was like total eye candy from start to finish, but. Um, <laughs> But but that that husband conversation, the dinner party. Ooh. Ooh, I got feelings. Spicy. That was a spicy conversation. Well, first of all, we learned that A, she's married. Yeah. Like mind blown. Also, B, she's gorgeous, perfect angel and like <laughs> successful woman and can do better. <laughs> Let's just put it out there. Like and then there's I, I saw something today on Twitter and I don't know if you caught it too, but Tony Gilroy said that, you know, she like I guess according to him, I don't know if this is official canon, but Ma Mothma was married at like sixteen and that was like a Chandrilla thing. I don't know if you saw that. And then he threw in that they have a kid. What is going on? Cody Gilroy. Again, I want to see if this if that gets all played out. But I saw that. In what? Time. Right. Exactly. 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 I thought that that blew my mind. But to, to beyond that, when you take a look at her and her husband and the vast difference between the two, as far as, you know, where his head is at and thinking that the people that she is actually going up against are the fun people. Versus, you know, her saying, okay, oh, they're really fun when they're stopping, you know, trade routes and starving people of these planets. They're they're fun. Don't sit them next to me. Do not sit them next to me. Like, I love how she took control of the situation. And then I love that line of when he was like, oh, I heard you bought me something. She's like, I'm taking it back. (laughs) (laughs) That was the final one. I'm like... Oh my God, queen, queen. And I've seen some people online mm-hmm. that may or may not be of the same gender. <laughs> that may or may not all be of the same gender who had critiques for Mon Mothma being like, wow, she's she is like not fun. She's mean. She's like, he's right. She's not fun. Mm. Mm. Um, first of all, <laughs> First things first. Let's let's address that. (laughs) Let's address that. We don't have. It doesn't matter if the if they are the most charismatic Mm -hmm. person in the room with a great Mm -hmm. sense of humor and is charming. They can still be a snake, or in this case, a person who is responsible for what seems to be the genocide of a lot of people coming up. even you know they made some decisions that are going to cause many people to die many 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 and um and it doesn't matter how fun you are if you're a murderer <laughs> controversial <laughs> statement and here's the other all in a spade a spade claire i love it i know i'm i'm here for the hottest takes on the internet right here murder okay making decisions that kill people bad you heard it here folks <laughs> Um, we're just saying we're just saying and second of all 
if someone makes a deliberate decision, especially a very deliberate, calculated decision mm -hmm. that's going to kill a lot of people, we don't have to be nice to them. <laughs> In fact, we don't have to be fun. You don't have to put on your smiley, play nice face. You, you, you don't have to, believe mm -hmm. it or not. It's okay to be mean to those people, and it's okay to tell people not to entertain murderers. <laughs> so, <laughs> controversial just, statement. Just putting it out there. She Sorry, doesn't have you. to be fun. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. No, Around the killers. <laughs> I mean, it's so interesting that, you know, again, like how he he clearly didn't tell her. And then she looked at the list and she was like, uh, what are you doing? Like, you know, I've been telling you, like coming home from work and complaining, you know, not complaining, but like telling you what's going on. Mm -hmm. And then you invite these people like that's shady. Very so like, shady. Like, so what's he up to? Like, I suspect. Sus. Sus I, on the husband. <laughs> I felt the same way. And I'm very curious. I want to know what he does all day. Mm -hmm. What are What is your profession? Or are you like, look at my amazing wife going out and doing the real work yeah. and changing the world literally while I sit here and be a fat cat and enjoy the luxuries <laughs> of Coruscant life? when my wife's a senator. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what to make of him. But like that whole scene reminded me so much, and this is going to be a little personal, y'all. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people can probably relate to this on both sides of the coin. Mm -hmm. When you are invited to a significant other's, this is an ex of mine, okay, ex of mine, a significant other or a friend or a family Thanksgiving, and you know that super racist uncle whoever is going to be there. And you're like, oh, but he's so funny. Yeah, but he's a bigot. <laughs> and I have to listen to him all night. And sure, maybe your uncle didn't make decisions that made a bunch of people die. But I still, like, don't sit me near him. <laughs> I get it, Mon Mothma. Yep. I get it on a smaller scale. I relate. Yep. Like, please yep. don't sit me next to the next to the build a wall guy okay right. like i can't i'm not here for that <laughs> and again it's just so fascinating that you know he he clearly knows what she does like obviously like you're saying like i i don't know what he does but is he just living off of her like status yeah I, which kinda, you kind of feels that way but we don't know shrug. until we find out right truck so but you know even knowing all that, and he still makes the conscious decision of bringing the quote-unquote bigots to the dinner party. Mm -hmm. Kind of, again, suspect on my part. I don't like him. I, I'm very interested, just like you said, though, I'm very interested to see what kind of comes from that. Right. Like, Because clearly, I mean, as far as we know, when in Rebels we see her and the ghost crew gets her and all that stuff, Clearly, she's not with him. So, like, yeah, what happens to him? <laughs> to be honest with you, it's a little dead weight you lost, girl. You're looking grim, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> but it's you know, and it and thinking on the bomb that that you brought up that Tony Gilroy dropped, mm -hmm. that dynamic makes so much sense if it was married if they were married off young. Mm -hmm. So much sense. Um. And second of all, it makes so much sense considering the comment that Luthen threw out in the gallery of him being like, oh, you have such a wonderful, amazing amount of customs at Chandrilla, on Chandrilla. And she's like, oh, that's a kind way for you to say that. <laughs> makes so much sense. It really does, doesn't so it? So much sense. Um, amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, also... I need to know if he's a stay-at-home dad, and if so, does he have Fox News on for that kid? I hope that is not the case um, when when we see her leave the and hollow, join the yeah, rebellion. The hollow, hollow net version of uh, Fox News. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> it's a fascinating dynamic, fascinating, yeah. and it's like, and it's total. It totally makes sense. People in power with privilege and mm -hmm. clearly financial status and social status. It's. A lot of those people tend to turn a blind eye to the little guy, and yeah. and yep. it it happens. Oh, real world comparison. 
right, look at crazy. that life imitating star wars yes. or imitating life so yeah. it, it's shocker <laughs> yeah no it, it, it's really interesting again how they are how they are doing that like because they really are making it almost a imitating life intimidating art and you know intimidating uh star wars like it's right it all makes so much sense but i think too with my mafia as well like how that conversation that she was having with Luthen, like in the back of his store, like it was very interesting because she seemed at times like worried because she, I mean, she did mention that, like, you know, I think they're on to me. Like, I don't, you know, we need, you know, she just seemed a little bit concerned because she has a new driver now and they're doing right. a lot of other things. So, like, she's feeling the pressure a lot, it seems like. So, again, seeing this progress to, again, what we see of her down the road is really fascinating and really interesting. And I'm, uh, I'm so glad we got Jenna, uh, Jenna Riley back to, to play my mama, like queen. I'm obsessed with queen. her. Yeah. Obsessed. Me too. Me too. Sar, like at Sar at celebration died. Full on <laughs> died. 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 She, they, they cast such an exceptional person to play. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, it's like they couldn't have had somebody better yeah. to play this character. And just like she knows, like it's just like, again, in that scene with within Luthen and then with her husband, like you could just feel that she understands the weight of what she's doing, the weight of the cause that they're trying to, you know, form. Like yeah. You could just, you could, it just, it's written on her face. It's written in like how she is you know, saying the lines and everything like that. Like, she's doing such a good job with this character. And again, where do we go from here? Like, I am, again, I'm all in with the ISB politics, and I am 100% in, and I can't wait till we dive into the Imperial Senate. Like, that up, drama. Up, up here, down there, right. we're in it. We're, we're here, kids. We're in it. If you're If you're listening on audio, our background is the Imperial Senate because we are the Imperial Senate podcast. And um, we're going to be there next week, probably. I can't oh, wait. My God. I can't oh, wait. God. Like, it's just, again, and they're the little seeds of, you know, these dinner parties that she, you know, that they're hosting. And it's just such, it's like, this is a Star Wars that I didn't know. You know, my, my cousin Andrea, who's my co-host on the Galactic Podcast, she always says this, and it makes it makes so much sense. She's like, you know, it's it's Star Wars that she never knew, or like we never knew we needed until yeah. we see it. Like, like for her, like it's really interesting. She was late to Rebels, but like she never knew she needed those stories, mm-hmm. you know. And then now we never knew we needed these like behind the scenes of the political intrigue. But here we are, and and I think a lot of us kind of had the feeling that this show was going to be this way. This very political, you know, thriller esque Star Wars show, and and it's it's hitting and it's hitting, and they such a great level of like slow burn, but like it's still very very Star Wars, like yeah, and you can feel the tension, like you know, and then it has it has some moments of comedy, like one of my one of my favorite moments was when that guy goes back to the Ferrex. He's yelling at the three uh, security guys. <gasps> oh, and the one guy just raises his hand and he goes, "Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> so good!" Oh my god, I'm lo- I love 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 that you brought that up because mm-hmm. first of all, that scene was like theatrical gold. Oh, also so the good. guy in the middle being like, "I don't have anything to do with this." Yeah, right. that's the problem, dude. <laughs> right, you're right. supposed to be overseeing these. You're the chief inspector, right? That's right. the point. You let your um, deputy screw everything up, man. That's right. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. First of all, that scene is amazing. Amazing, mm. amazing, amazing. Mm. Um, Cyril. Let's talk about Cyril. Mm. Cyril, 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 right? Cyril, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm so sorry. One day I'll know these names. <laughs> One day I will. They're all um, new kids. We're trying. Yeah. We're trying. I'm trying really hard, okay? Yeah, we're trying. This is why I don't do Star Wars trivia. Oh, wait. They signed me up for Star Wars trivia. So <laughs> I... Anyway, that's going to be fun to watch me do terribly at trivia. Anyway, um, <laughs> to the point at hand. Basically, what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about in our previous uh, Imperial Mining Disaster episode with Sean Room. Yay, Sean. Bogus, Bogus Cantina podcast. Everybody go check it out. Another plug because we love Sean, mm-hmm. our IRL celebration friend. Um, 
basically, we were talking about Cyril mm -hmm. and about how out there is something about Cyril that makes him wound up so tight mm -hmm. that it made him this guy who feels like he needs to overcompensate. He, there's that anger mm -hmm. on the inside and he's he's he has to succeed. He has to go the extra mile. He has to be perfect. He has to do it this way. There's a reason. We're like, there's a reason. And and by the way, that single, like the tears welling up in his eyes and they cut away real quick. By the way, brilliant editing, brilliant acting. Oh. I'm absolutely loving Kyle Soller. Soller? Yes. Yep. That's Kyle. Yep. Okay. Kyle think, Soller. Yep. Okay, good. I, I always feel like I'm pronouncing people's ring, names wrong. Dude, but I, I'm terrible. If you guys listen to bad. me on the Collective Podcast, Andrea just makes fun of me because I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. I don't know. You're like, you're like, I know it. I just can't I say it right. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone, all right? <laughs> but but yes, for, Kyle Seller, you are correct. Yeah. He's he's great. Instantly, yes. within the first scene of meeting him last week in episode one, I was like, I'm in. I'm all in on this character. I mm -hmm. There's something underneath that I cannot wait to peel that layer off and find out what it is. And we found out what it is this week. Mm-hmm. And I, we were sitting there like, there's something going on at home or mommy didn't love me enough. Goes home to Coruscant, goes down many levels. Many. Many levels. This man went from working class to a prestigious role. He's <laughs> overcompet. He's overextended where his societal, you know, where he was placed in society mm -hmm. from the get-go. Yep. Blew it comes home mom slaps him i'm like there it is that is that's exactly that's why he's wound up the way he is because mommy yep. didn't mommy put a lot of pressure on him from the start mm -hmm. and he failed and she's gonna tear into him for that first of all immediately the writing on this show is so perfect oh, God, that they are yes. showing they are showing and not outright saying why people are the way like you without directly stating it like so many star right. wars things do mm -hmm. they're literally like we're just gonna show you why Visually. and then yeah it makes sense immediately makes sense i cannot wait for next week to find out a uh more about the relationship between him and his mom it's oh, fascinating oh fascinating. frightening yeah. frightening yeah. and fascinating yeah and and you feel bad for him but you, you know you, yeah. you, you still He's, you, you still do some bad things, my guy. And then <laughs> second of all, I'm so excited to see what he decides to do to bounce back from this. What is his journey from here? Because he, he has a pain in his heart and a fire in his belly. Mm -hmm. And when people are upset, they, they, they freak the fuck out. And they do bad um, things. Yeah. And they and they do bad things and they find other hurt people and these hurt people hurt other people. And mm -hmm. I'm very curious to see if he goes down that route or I, if he gets yeah. broken. Yes. Something yes. breaks him so thoroughly that he joins the rebellion. I was just thinking that like I he could go one of two ways mm -hmm. for me. He could either be full board empire and he just says, screw it. I'm going to, you know, to heck with the security people. I'm going to the guys that are actually in charge. And he joins that team. Or he is so defeated and is so upset. And like you're saying, he turns it into deflection, turns it into joining the rebellion to for whatever, you know, reasons that are meant to him. Because, again, I think within Star Wars, we know people join the rebellion for different reasons. All right? sorts of reasons, yeah. So is this his reason? Like, is this the reason why he decides to not be a part of the the system because the system failed? The system right. failed him. The system failed him. He thought he was doing the right thing, going after the people, going after the person, Cassian, who killed these two employees. And nobody cared. Only him and his, you know, buddy... His hype man, Mosk, Lieutenant Mosk, was like his only, <laughs> like, like yeah, like, that was, like, literally the only person that, like, cared and, like, went along with his, like, whole, like, charade of trying to find Cassian. So now that's gone. He's gone mm -hmm. back to where he started. Like you're saying, the levels that he had to go down mentally, physically, emotionally, like, it's all there in that scene, in that elevator scene. 
And then he goes home. He gets slapped by his mom. But then she embraces him. So, again, it's their complicated relationship is Love right it. there visually telling us. So he could go. I'm with you, Claire. He could go one. He could go either way. Because, me. like, you know? the cyst, like this experience or this could be the beginning of the experience that shows him just how broken the imperial system yep, is. Exactly. Exactly. I Wild. agree. I agree. Like, again, he could either say, wow, it is broken and it needs to change. And he gets caught up with the rebellion or he says, no, I need to join the empire and go after Cassian still like his, I feel like it could either go again, one or two ways. And I, and I think, the way that it could go as far as him joining the Empire is him wanting to go after Cassian because of what's going on. Like, he probably internally blames, obviously not himself, but blames Cassian for screwing right. everything up and everything like that. And so now he wants revenge, I guess, or he wants the satisfaction of knowing that he was right, mm -hmm. almost. I think that's what he wants to feel, like he is doing the right thing. And by taking down and going after Cassian... The only way he could do that now is clearly joining the Empire. Right. So again, it, it could go one or two ways. It could go one or two ways. So it's going to be fascinating. Fascinating with that character. I love the performance by Kyle. Like, it's Amazing. so good. And it's almost like you're saying, like, those first couple episodes, you don't, you don't like him because, again, he's with the bad guys. But then it turns straight to sympathy. Right. Like, it's in an instant. Amazing. You know? Like, it's important to remember that there are there are people behind this mm -hmm. behind like bad people are still people mm -hmm. they're bad mm -hmm. but but they're people and I, those these are my favorite stories these are yes. my absolute favorite stories like i need to reread lost stars for the 8000th time mm -hmm. i was gifted the manga version that i haven't opened mm -hmm. yet like maybe i just go do that but like those stories like Cyanna Ree and and all of those characters like in I the aftermath books Iden yeah yes, yes. and Sinjir Rathvelis from the from the uh um Star Wars the uh the 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 books <laughs> I'm blanking on what <laughs> the they're called is it the aftermath books right is he Thank you yeah. yes yeah. it is the aftermath books thank you for coming in for the save I'm like those books that I read <laughs> I know I did <laughs> <You know? laughs> I swear I read them um <laughs> I love those stories and yeah, I think that too. I love that we have such a focus on this character that and we are understand they're they're showing us why he is the way he is. Mm -hmm. Um love those stories and I can't wait to see because he's clearly a very conflicted person and yes. which means that we've got and he's kind of unpredictable at this point. He really is. Like I love he, it. Again, you don't know. He like we're saying, like he could go, he could go multiple ways. He could just seriously do his own thing and like literally go on his own, be a rogue agent of whatever yeah. he wants, and just like continue his own investigation. Like, right? Could, I could see him doing that too. Like, it's such a he's such an interesting character, and like I am fascinated where they're gonna take him because. The story is limitless. And like you said, I love these type of stories. I mean, we just, we threw out a bunch of names. But again, the one that comes to my mind too is um, Callus. Like, Hot Callus. Right. I mean. Making a full circle this episode. First circle, baby. Like, that would be, again, an interesting, they're making him that type of character where, like, he's broken and then he decides to change because he knows what he thought was right is wrong. Mm -hmm. And he decides to join the rebellion. I could see that. I, I mean, I could, I could see that. But we'll see, man. But it's a fat. He's a fascinating character. He's the actor is doing such so good, an amazing job. Like, hundred percent. I love it. I love. I it. love it too. And yeah. and this world that they are building for us is just so so rich. We haven't even touched on this rebel cell. This six group people. First, first of all, the bear. What's his name from the bear? The did you watch that? On... I, I haven't, but I know people have uh, have talked about the the actor that's in it, and I don't know I, his I name. I don't know yeah. his name either. I can't even remember his name in either show. Um, <laughs> to be honest yeah. with you, but he was first of all this this man is an excellent actor. Oh God, yes, excellent, yes. and his yes. piercing blue eyes stare into your soul. Uh, 
he's he's fantastic. I don't know. I I already I can't remember any of their names because there's a bunch of them, bunch of the new mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. I am fascinated by every single one of them, and I want to know everything. I want to know what their favorite color is. I want to know mm-hmm. where what they want to do after the empire. Clearly, Sweet Boy wants to be a model maker because he's very <laughs> sensitive. I I watched it, and in the reaction video, you could literally see me go, "Oh my god, he's a Star Wars fan." <laughs> Do not touch my Lego set. Don't touch it. I just put this Falcon, the Millennium Falcon together. It took a long so time. True. It's so it's true. fragile, so don't touch it. But I'll pick it up and I'll show you. <laughs> like, oh my God, he's, he's one he's of perfect. us. <laughs> he's perfect. He's perfect. It really, that whole Rebel Cell too, and I'm and I'm glad you brought it up because again, there's there's so much to talk about in this episode. A lot. But, but the, the I think the character that we really meet through Luthen is Vel. Yes. You know, so who. The actress is the one in game again. Another Game of Thrones um, uh, actor, former actor, was the one that fought against um, Arya when she was blind. The waif. That's the same actress. I know. I found that out and was like, again, mind blown. Like I know, right? And that's the. It's like being. I think I talked about this to you before too, where Ted Lasso, the Rebecca, is the one that did the shame bells from Game of Thrones. Like, right. It's just, yeah. It's also, crazy. Rebecca, also in Hocus Pocus too. <laughs> I, I immediately beautiful, gorgeous, like right at the beginning, beautiful, gorgeous, amazing, ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. Even when throwing a shame bell, I'm like <laughs> ten out of ten every time. Holy, now get you in a Star War, okay? Oh, God, Complete the list oh. of crossover. The rules is you got to be in a Marvel movie or show. <laughs> you got to be in a Star War, and you got to be in uh, Game of Thrones, and then yeah. you hit the trifecta or right. House of the Dragon now. So, right, you know, right, right, right. goals. Either way, either way, either way. How you made it. But yeah, but th- that whole kind of, again, the beginning of this type of rebellion, and like it's, again, as we know, but it's cool to see these little pockets of these characters of, you know, they're not, they're not Jedi. They're, you know, not Force sensitive. They are just they're normal people. Normal day to day, right normal day-to-day people that believe in change and they want to make it. And this is a group that decided to come together and make change and stick it to the Empire. So I love these stories, too. We talk about those, you know, deflection stories of, you know, Empire to go's rebellion. But the people that start the rebellion, too, are fascinating because these are the people that really want to make change. And they knew that they couldn't just stand stand by the sidelines and just let the empire rule the galaxy. They knew they had to make change and it's people because of Luthen who then inspire people like, um, Val who inspire these other people. Like, it's just, it's really cool to see. And again, how Cassian fits into everything, you know, he, he takes the name Clem and I think it, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that was like his adopted father's name. So like, I think that's why he picked it. I could be wrong. Oh, y'all can fact check me on that. But when we see I mean, that, that episode, <laughs> I know. I think I did too. I think I had to like read it somewhere. But again, I don't know how the source that said it is true. But it right. sounded it sounded right because I believe. Because why episode, the hell else would he pick a boring right. ass name like Clem? Sorry right. if Clem is your name. <laughs> you should go by the no extended ver- right. Clement is is cooler than Clem. You just sound like something we plucked out of the ocean and are shucking in half. Like just my guy, <laughs> that half the people don't enjoy the texture of. Okay, guys, like Clem. Sorry, no, 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 no. right. Had no, to no, do no, it no. again. You're totally, you're totally right, though. But I think it was because in that episode where he was a kid and he gets saved, um, I think the gentleman is Clem, mm. and I think again. Y'all can at me on Twitter. I really don't care. I don't really go on Twitter anymore. Anyway, <laughs> it's like, I won't pay okay. attention to it anyway. Right. Just go, ahead. Just go ahead at me. That's fine. But I believe that's why he picked the name. But again, it's still this idea of Cassian, you know, even when he was having that conversation with Luthen in the very beginning, like, how do you know me? You don't know what I want. You don't know what I've been through. And Luthen totally was like, yeah, maybe I don't know, but I know what I see on the outside. He's like, but, and then I know from the outside what you must be feeling on the inside. And he was 100% right. Yep. He was 100% right. And can we talk about real quick? I just want to mention the ship that Luthen has, A, awesome. Two, that little, that droid that's like flies it. Obsessed. I, did you know, again, I found this. David W. Collins says the voice. 
Stop it. Mind blown. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> Another great Star Wars alum. That has makes been around, so much you know, sense. the the families for so long. Yeah. And he do, he's doing that little droid, that droid voice, which is amazing. Yeah. That makes so much sense because like listening to the droid voice for the like in this episode, like especially when he was like, What can I help you with? Yeah. Um, I had like a visceral joyful reaction it was like i was just like oh it makes sense my brain somewhere i knew it i knew it somehow <laughs> it was subconsciously but i was like oh man that's our I boy david w it collins is. love love david w. love collins. it so yeah that whole again just how cassie and i think i love the beginnings of where he goes we know where he ends like we kind of talked about yeah. earlier but to see the beginning and to see him go through what he has gone through and like to feel that he has to make a difference, and again, we still don't know. Is he still looking? Are we gonna find his sister? Like, what is <sighs> going? There's so much going on in the show. I love it. I, I love it, and I love that we have. We're only a third of the way in. This mm -hmm. is a twelve episode series, mm -hmm. which we haven't really had yet. How many no. episodes was bat in live action? We haven't gotten yet for sure. It's like action, no more than eight, eight episodes. Yeah. yeah. Eight so we yeah. got a full four times. 42 or whatever the episode lengths have been like mm -hmm. we've got a lot of time to tell this story and we know there's already guaranteed another season yes yes this is this this is thick y'all this mm -hmm. is this is gonna be a really dense it's been a very dense story so far and it has never for one minute stopped being true to the character development it's never mm -hmm. stopped that it's that lets that drive the story mm -hmm. um and I think that's why I'm enjoying this. I think a lot more than some of the other Star Wars stuff that we've seen on Disney Plus that's so fair. far that's is fair. because number one way is to get me invested in characters. If you already mm -hmm. have me invested in characters, like we're good. But mm -hmm. I need someone to root for. I need someone to boo. I need. I need it. I like. I that's. I love it. I. I'm. You know. I, you. If you've seen any of the reaction videos for Kenobi, you know that I cry at everything. I need to feel something, and this is setting up to be a show that really blows my mind in terms of of character. And, and there's so much. It's so dense. It's so dense. I'm so excited for the rest it's, of this. It's and it's great because again, it's it's Star Wars, but it's not Star Wars at the same time. Almost like it's just it's, it's a so human different. story. Yeah, it's very, again, very Rogue One, which is a very, again, boots to the ground, kind of gritty. And I know people don't like the dark Star Wars or whatever. Like, it's a different Star Wars. It's not your George Lucas, like, take, which is okay, though. Like, I'm yeah. perfectly fine with that because we do have other stories to tell within the universe. And they're not all about Jedi or the Skywalkers or anything like that. They are about the common people. I don't think we have enough of those and no. we're getting this in this show. And I think I'm totally with you. I think that's why I love it. And the acting has been so good. And that's what even again, oh. a Andrea talked about in our, uh, epi <clears throat> our episode when we talked about the first three, about the first three was that like, you know, she said nothing against the other shows because they, they all have been really great acted, but this just feels different. It does. It feels different, you know? So I, I can't wait to see where this goes. I know we have another season. And I'm so excited to see where that goes. But right now, I love it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Me too. And uh, we so we're right about at the hour mark. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like it's probably a good time to kind of summarize what we've discussed today. There's still so much to talk about. Um, we are kind of hitting our time. So, But I would like to know from you. Mm -hmm. So here at the Imperial Center Podcast, when it comes to Andor. When it comes to Andor, we always end up finishing off our episodes with overall thoughts on the episode and score out of Bix. <laughs> um, because as we all know, Bix is a 10. She is a 10 out of 10, if not an 11. She most certainly is. Um, so I'll, I'll start off with you, uh, Lauren. Mm -hmm. What are your overall thoughts about this episode and score out of Bix? Yeah, so overall, is this is, I think, the episode that's really kicking it into high gear now, right? Like, I think we got the first three episodes, which were great, like, setups. Like a, I, and I said this before, like, it felt like a prologue, but a good prologue. Like, it sets the, it sets the stage. 
but now we're into the adventure part, quote unquote. So I love it. I love the the Luthans character. I can't get enough of them. I can't wait. My Mothma, her first appearance in the show was, was out of like just amazing. And then again, Andor, like Diego Luna. God, I love this man so much. Like he just knows and he gets this character. Mm-hmm. I, and it's just he just he just knows like he just gets it. And he's so good at portraying this character so well like this hardened character that eventually becomes a like this hero like he is literally a reason why the death star blew up the first death yeah. star he he is a, a major reason and to see his progression from like this guy that is kind of just feels like he needs to go it alone to where we see him join a rebellion it's it's, it's such a good story so yeah overall Love the love the show. The score, I'm giving it ten out of ten pinks. Like I just there's no no other way. If I could say eleven I would, but it's ten You can say eleven. Eleven. I'll go eleven. <laughs> eleven out of ten pinks for this episode because of again, just the overall aesthetics of the show. It feels cinematic. You know, like again, nothing against the Mando who I love that show. And I and I love the volume. I love what they can do with that, but you can just tell this is a on location a lot mm-hmm. more, which and and that's great. Like and that's that to me shows that it's a little more not gritty, but just more feel Star Wars on yeah. location, everything like that. So yeah, eleven out of ten beaks. I'll give this episode eleven out of ten. What about yeah. you? I, you know, I just this this show is already exceeding my expectations. I'm mm-hmm. usually a pretty I'm usually pretty easy to please. But um, but still, like this, this feels like we wanted to go out here and make a really, really fantastic movie, not just by Star Wars standards, but by all standards. We want this feels like something that hasn't been on Disney Plus. This like, and I'm not knocking the other Disney Plus stuff because right. I love right. it. I love it so dearly. But it, but that other Disney Plus stuff is like. This is a Star Wars show. While this feels like this is a show show, um, which Star Wars shows are still show shows, but mm-hmm. it just feels it just it this feels bigger than the other. The other stories feel so small compared to this, and and it's and I love it because it it just it's it's hitting all of the right places that Rogue One hit for me, mm-hmm. and and who doesn't love the rebellion? Who doesn't love the rebellion stories and it didn't happen overnight. We're getting different sides of the galaxy at this point. We're getting the private security sector. We're getting the full-on ISB sector. We're going to get the Senate. We're getting, um, you know, the average human side of it and people who have joined up and people who have not and Coruscant fat cats and then the normal people living on the lower levels of Coruscant. The world is so full. It is such a full, well-rounded series so far and this episode like it's it's just it's just fantastic writing i just i'm Mm -hmm. i can't believe how good it is i really it's it's it is amazing and i i always have a really hard time giving anything like a full bix but like i'm gonna say nine and a half nine and a half it's coming so close to that 10 for me this is this it's just it's amazing. It's a. It's amazing. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. It's so good. It is. It's it so is. good. And then the music too. To, to oh, the drum beats. I'm like, play this. I. I don't go to the club. I think this will probably show that I don't go to the club. It's not really my scene, and I stick out like a sore thumb loser. <laughs> if you've seen our TikTok dance videos, you probably know why. Um, <laughs> but I just, I, I don't go to the club, but if I were to go to a club, it would have like the Andor drum beat music in the background. I'm like, oh, it. let's go. I love it. I love it. But My favorite so was at the end of episode two, that like rock-ish. Yes. When he He's was like walking, walking to, the, to the beat. Oh, oh my God. It, it's just, it's so, so good. good. Yeah. It's so good. Yep. It's a great show. Great show. Can't wait to see where it goes. It was a great show. But Lauren, uh, I appreciate you joining me for Ladies Night. Woo-hoo. Um, woo-woo. And, and talking about Andor, we have to have you back on at some point because. Yes, I would love it. We have yeah. a lot to say. 
really we have it's like we enjoy talking to each other and have a lot of thoughts (laughs) something like that but um why don't you share with the general crew Mm -hmm. uh where people can find you if they are not already following you there yeah, so you guys can follow me on Twitter at Loro Nose, and then the Galactic Podcast is at the Galactic Pod on Twitter as well, and the Geek Broadcast is at Geek Bros Pod on Twitter, and you can follow those two shows on all the major platforms: Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify, all the good stuff. So yeah, go give us a listen. Um, I'm trying to upload our latest episode and having issues for some reason, but working on it. We're we're trying to get that out, and then we have recaps coming up as well i have uh alden diaz coming on our next show right the man the myth the legend that he is <laughs> the man uh, the myth the the tangent the tirade the tangent, that is the tirade, yeah that is the tapestry man as himself the tapestry so, yeah, man. We, we have uh alden and i have a bunch of other people coming on the show for some recaps so looking forward to it and can't wait to uh keep talking andor and Thank you, Claire, for having me on. This was a lot of fun. Oh, me. A lot of fun. Oh. It was a lot of fun. And this was a long time in the running, in the running, in the making, because the making. we've been talking about this for so long. And finally, I'm glad that we actually decided to do do podcasting together for once. Right. So, you know, it's about time. About damn time. It's time. about time we did it. We had fun doing it. But yes, yeah, so as far as we go. Um, you can follow the Imperial Senate podcast on Twitter at Imp Senate Pod, on Instagram at Imperial Senate Pod, on the Tick and Talk at the Imperial Senate Podcast. Um, obviously, here on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, like this video, give us a nice little thumbs up, and share with your friends. That'd be cool. I think that'd be cool. And be sure to watch. Uh, I do reaction videos every week to Andor. Um, I too have been having some technical issues, so only three of the four episodes are out. We're getting that one. We'll have that next episode out before Wednesday, before Wednesday, so that we have, you can give yourself a little reaction video watch back before you go into the next episode. It'd be a cute way to refresh yourself. Um, (laughs) or don't, I don't know. Um, so that's kind of where we're at, um, Charlie's under the weather, so go tweet at him at CMWASHBY and tell him to feel better. He's feeling sick. And uh, and Nikki at Naquishus, N-A-Q-U-I-C-I-O-U-S. He's not sick, but he just wasn't able to join us because he's a busy man these days. And uh, you can follow me everywhere at Seastribs. Yeah, so kind of as far as that goes. Um, yeah, thank you guys all for watching. And yeah. Have a great rest of your week. Can't wait to see that next episode of Andor. And may the force be with you. Always. 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 Come on.